The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me. And I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com, and use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Okay, I'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner, and if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is My Life in a Book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask, and then she can either type her response or record her voice. And My Life in a Book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. 
Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, host of the Alexi podcast, and I woke up this morning cranky, you know, wrong side of the bed, except for I really tried. I've been trying. I listened to some affirmations on YouTube, and I couldn't stand any of them. The first one wasn't that bad. It was like feminine energy morning affirmations, and it was okay. And then the ones after that, I I had to stop. I drank a greens powder. So I was like, maybe I need some nutrients. My eyes have been in a fog. I have a sunburn all over my body. It's okay, visually, it's not that bad, but I just feel tight and crispy and dry. But I'm moisturized, so if you touch my skin, it's, it's moisturized, but it's crispy. It feels crispy. It feels painful. I was putting my, my foot in my shoe this morning and it just hurts so bad. <laughs> Oh, I took a pregnancy test this morning. I was so irritable. I was like, maybe I'm pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I was like, Lexi, this isn't very like you. You're chipper. You're bubbly. What's going on? As someone who has the reputation of happy-go-lucky, positive, bright, blah, 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 all great adjectives, all very uplifting adjectives that I've been described as, When I'm not feeling those, I think that there must be something wrong with me. And then I have to take an hour to remember that, oh, I'm human. And it's not always sunshine and rainbows. And I used to think for me to not feel sunshine and rainbows, it had to have a cause. Something terrible has happened. Tragedy has struck. No, I'm just grumpy. And it's not that deep. I'm not menstruating, and I'm not pregnant. I'm just grumpy. And I had to go into my journal and write down all of the lovely things that have happened over the last seven days to be like, you're not in a bad phase of life whatsoever. This is just your mood right now. And I also feel that my moods need to align with logic. And that's just simply not the case all the time. Nine times out of ten, sure. But one out of 10 times, irrational negativity is what it is. But I will say, I was amazed how many fun things I did last week. I was dog sitting in Malibu. So I spent Monday night, Tuesday night, left late Wednesday in one of the most beautiful locations ever. (laughs) It was gorgeous, it was gorgeous. I'm dog sitting the most perfect dog, so well behaved, so happy. We were taking hikes through the mountains overlooking the ocean. It was truly a dream come true. I made a mental note to myself, 10-year plan. You will be 37. Get to Malibu by 37. I tried this delicious new restaurant. I got a massage this week. I had a nice conversation with some strangers at a restaurant. Not the new one that I tried, another one. I got to listen to one of my best friend's wisdom. I could listen to her talk forever. She should have the podcast, not me. I went to Taverna Tony's. I read not one, but two books this week. And the second one made me crack up. I was reading one of Chelsea Handler's books, Life Will Be the Death of Me. I have never read one of her books before, and she has a handful. So I'm going to read a second one. But I read two books this week. I took two Pilates classes. And both of them, my performance was incredible. I went on four different hour-long walks this week. I went to not one, but two giftings. 
That is one of the coolest things that I've ever gotten invited to. Giftings are one of the most luxurious experiences that I've ever taken part in. You roll up to some house, some office, and they just have racks of clothes and jewelry. It's insane. It's insane. And lingerie and swimsuits. And and you just pick out whatever you want. It's crazy. And you don't pay for it because it's a gifting. Brands just want you to wear their stuff. They want advertisement. And because I post online, I'm considered marketable. Instead of them reaching out via email and saying, hey, can we send you stuff? They work with PR companies and then PR companies get racks of clothes from all the different brands they represent and then they invite people over and whenever I'm included I'm like what the hell this is so sick and I just look at things pick out what I want and I leave with a shopping bag that was really cool I went to two of them this week so I have new clothes and new jewelry new swimsuits new brown underwear oh feels very fun so that was a cool little oops so that was very fun I also went to Courage Bagels and didn't wait in the line there are like three people in front of me and the line is normally 45 minutes to an hour long I waited in line for three minutes unheard of incredible I also gave myself a little mani-pedi when I say gave myself took my ass to the salon but I got a mani-pedi so my nails and my toes look great they're looking crusty they were looking bad. It was about time. I don't think I get my nails done enough. I also had a picnic with some friends, an indoor picnic where we put a blanket on my friend's bed and there were three of us and we all door dashed and then set our food up on the blanket and watched trash YouTube videos all night. And that was great. I also had a McDonald's feast Saturday night after going out and I had a full meal. I had a Big Mac, I had French fries and I had an Oreo McFlurry. And my friends and I had our McDonald's meals together like it was Thanksgiving. Then I went to a brand event on Thursday. Guys, by the way, the list that I'm giving you, not chronological. This was just what was popping into my head of all the fun things that I did this week. And seeing two pages worth of fun things that I did this week, unbelievable. Uh, But one of the coolest things that I did this week, now this was one of the coolest things I think I've ever done and maybe one of the best brand events I've ever been to. I have a friend that works at a PR agency, and one of the brands that she reps was having an event at one of like the sexy, popular restaurants here in the city and invited me to the event. Also, because it was a clothing brand, had me pick out clothes from the brand to wear to the event. That way, during the photos, in all the brand photos, everyone attending the event is wearing the brand. Makes sense. Here's where it gets cool. I think I was friends with nearly everyone on the invite list. So seeing some of my favorite people at an event, being able to turn around and talk to nearly anyone, were all dressed in this brand at this sexy restaurant that's hard to get a reservation at. It was one of those moments where you're like, ooh, this is such, such a cool, fun sexy moment it's kind of like one of those superficial dreams come true you know what I mean like a gifting really cool is it a superficial dream come true well actually yeah it totally is it totally is are you kidding I'm not jaded by this at all 
Imagine getting an email from a PR agency that's like, hi, we represent all these cool brands as followed. Come to our office this week and pick some stuff up. Free shopping? Free shopping from fun brands? Sign me up. And then imagine getting invited to a restaurant that it would take a month to get a reservation to. You get given clothes to wear and they're cool clothes. And then you get to this restaurant and you're with like 35 of your friends. So fun. So fun. And then after we went to another designer clothing event. It wasn't as fun, but the brand was really cool. So that was awesome. In in the realm of of industry, I had a lot of cool industry moments this week. Also danced at one of my favorite, I guess, clubs. It's not a club. I guess technically it would be a club, but it's not a club in the way that you're thinking of, I don't know, One Oak or Tao. It's, it's not that. It's more loungy. And then I also danced at a place on the west side that my friend was DJing at, which I never got on the west side. And let me tell you, he's an incredible DJ. The guys that he DJs with are incredible. But the crowd at the event that we went to was so creepy. I've never been around so many creepy men. I'm so lucky for the men I know. Even just like the guys in my family, I feel like I I have lucked out with very sweet gentlemen. I've never been around so many creepy losers. Getting hit on in very weird, unsettling ways. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ew, no, I don't even think about it. Whatever. But dancing, love dancing. Moving on. A friend from Norway came to visit and went out with us. That was cool. Also saw one of my friends that I hardly see. It's one of my best friend's birthdays today, and we had a picnic for her at the meadow yesterday on Easter. I also met an internet friend who flew all the way from Paris, and we went to the Los Feliz Flea, hung out with one of our other friends. I'm planning a trip to Europe, so I met up with the friends that I'm going to Europe with, and we started planning that. Went to an art exhibit. There were a lot of fun moments throughout the week. So for me to wake up cranky, why? Why? I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable in my body right now. I've had a lot of junk food this week, and that was not not energizing me. Kind of low vibe, you know what I mean? <laughs> How, tell me you've been in L.A. without telling me you've been in L.A. Also, the sunburn. All of my clothes feel really bad on me right now. Like, I want to have my jeans unbuttoned. Why am I wearing jeans? I'm not sure. It's because I love these jeans. Shout out Icon Denim. They're so good. So comfortable. And a kind of, like, flattering baggy shape and I think it's hard for baggy jeans to be flattering icon denim has figured it out I'm wearing a sweater and everything just feels really ugh, on my body right now I will say though my nails look fire I always get red nails and if I ever feel like taking a break from red nails I go nude and there was a minute there <laughs> this is the most boring <laughs> conversation that I'm about to have this is a stupid story but at this point I'm in too deep If I don't get red, I get nude. And there was a brief moment where I wanted to get blue. I wanted to get kind of a turquoise color. And I just knew that I would be sick of it in three days. So I went nude. And I haven't had nude nails in probably maybe six, seven, eight months. And they look so nice and sexy. My hands look so mature. I also was booked for two really well-paying jobs this week. And I recorded the podcast. The episode that went up last week was why self-sabotage may be a good thing. 
which I was trying to explain this to one of my friends because she's like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And when we are dealing with something hard, especially if we are not therapized or don't have proper coping skills, our brain body will figure out a way to alleviate the problem temporarily to make us happy to numb us out to check out whatever that is whatever thing you're going through that you have self-destructing habits towards your self-destructive habit began as a way to alleviate whatever pain you were experiencing though it's not actually a good thing it's just a cheeky title that behavior didn't come out of complete left field though it's not a good coping mechanism it has in some way alleviated the pain temporarily so don't beat yourself up for having these horrible habits because when you were in a period of pain that was just the first thing that you started doing to heal yourself. It's not actually healing yourself, so that's, you know, step two, awareness of that and moving on to a better coping mechanism. But don't beat yourself and your subconscious up for trying to help you. It didn't come out of nowhere. It was trying to help you. So that was last week's episode, and that was fun. Oof, but Malibu, guys. I played house in Malibu. My family friend was out of town, and her sisters and mom work nine to fives and can't do the day shift. So I stepped in and was watching her dog during the day. And then my bestie would come, her younger sister and I are like best friends, um, would come and we'd, we'd do the night shift together, just AKA an excuse for a sleepover in a gorgeous house with a beautiful, perfect dog. I cannot get over. I mean, this house, the view is so good that there are no televisions in the home and the couches face the windows because the windows are showing you something more exciting than TV ever could. Oh, so good. It was so good. And it was so nice to just pretend to be a little a little Malibu housewife for a second, you know, walking my dog through the Malibu Country Mart, saying hi to people, getting a little smoothie at sunlight, like living out my best life. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. It was a true dream. I will say coming back to Silver Lake was not a disappointment. It wasn't just, I was playing house in this gorgeous place and then I go back to my reality and reality sets in and oh God, that's not my truth. I love, I love my life, but it's nice to have something that I want to look forward to. To get personal for a second, I, I was raised by my parents and my grandparents nearly equally. Both my dad's parents and my mom's parents were incredibly involved in my upbringing both of them lived very close. My mom's parents were driving me to summer camp every single day. They were coming to all my sports games, every school function, you name it, they were incredibly involved. And I felt very connected with them, all four of them, where I could talk to them. And it wasn't just like, oh, say hi to grandma. It was like, no, grandmas were second moms and grandpas were second dads. And in particular, my mom's dad and I were really, really close. Spiritually, always aligned. You know, when you just see someone, you're like, we are cut from the same cloth. We are, I see you. We are one in the same. I guess you could say that with anyone, but you know what I mean. That's how he and I were. That was my person. That was my person. And when I was 14, he passed away really suddenly. And that death, 
really impacted me. That that changed my life forever. It was my first close death, but not just my first close close death. That was the death of my person, my best friend. Bizarre to hear myself say that my best friend was my grandfather. When it happened, everyone's reaction was, who's going to tell Lexi? What are, what are we going to tell Lexi? Everyone knew I was going to take it the hardest. Izzy and I would talk on the phone every single night. Even if we weren't seeing each other, like we just, I don't know how to explain it. That he was so influential on my life and I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> And I'm so grateful that I got to live life with him. And I'm so sad that he was taken away after only 14 years of me being on earth. I've watched a third of my family pass on before the age of of 27. And it's really made an impact on how I'm able to see my future. I have a hard time at the moment planning for the future. Even though in the back of our minds, we all know that every single day is not promised. I've just seen it so evidently over and over and over again. So when I house sat in Malibu for three days and left thinking to myself, that's a 10-year goal for me, was monumental and incredibly symbolic because I have had a hard time thinking about my future because I'm afraid it doesn't exist. And in the spiritual realm, the future doesn't exist. But in the earthly realm, you understand what I'm saying. It's nice to plan for the future. But I mean, I catch myself knocking on wood for things like, oh, well, this podcast is going to go out tomorrow. And then I have this irrational moment of like, oh, God, what if what if I die today? And it's just not that I'm afraid of dying, but I'm afraid of promising something for the future that I can't promise because the future can't be promised. And I want to get back into therapy because I've taken eight months off and it's time. You know, I love my journal. I love my friends and communicating with my support system, but there is something about speaking through with a professional who is trained in this sector of life to be able to hear me and give sound advice Not that therapists really give advice. They're more just listeners, soundboarding. Also, have I told you about my my therapist? I love her. Therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever. I think she's all of them. She's very, um, she's incredibly merited and has all the degrees and such. But this is funny. So obviously loved all my grandparents. Also loved old people as, as a child. Would rather volunteer at the nursing home than with babies any day of the week. That's changed a bit as I've gotten older, but I would say from kindergarten to the end of high school, that would have been my choice every single time. Don't hand me a baby. Let me talk to someone in their 90s. I will get along with the better. I just am naturally more aligned. I wish I was better with babies. But in general, I would not feel confident saying, oh, I'm so good with babies. Babies love me. Those feel like lies. But if I were to say like, oh, I love old people. Old people love me. Not lies. Circling back, my psychiatrist is a 78-year-old woman. She's grandma. (laughs) And it's so funny (laughs) how classic that is. Like, of course. 
of course I'm going to because you have to oftentimes try out several therapists before you find the one that aligns with you and of course the woman who's almost 80 is the woman that I align with I love her also she's fantastic she's a role model she runs three four miles in Central Park every day if not she's playing tennis or ice skating or as she calls ice dancing she's a total rock star she also writes textbooks so if you're studying psychology if you were to look in the name there's a huge possibility that my psychiatrist is credited she's a genius and I look up to her so much she's just really expensive I was making it work you know it was not an effortless bill you know how people depop for extra shopping money it was depopping for therapy and I think it's time I go back. I've thought about trying to find another therapist because I would love to spend, you know, like $90 for a session. That feels a lot more doable. $160 less. Therapy oftentimes is too expensive. There are resources out there. For example, Cerebral sponsors the podcast and they can help with medication management. This is not an... I'm not flowing into an ad right now. I'm just saying I know it exists, but I found my psychiatrist before I had known about any of these things. So this woman has six years of notebooks on me and to go find someone else and start all over seems like quite the chore. Also, since I live in California, I'm Zooming her or FaceTiming her and it's not the same. For obvious reasons, like this, the connection is bad and you're glitching and you can't really hear each other. Of course, that's no good, but just not sharing the same physical space. It's good, but not as good as it could be. It's not $250, guys. So that's something I'm thinking about uh, because I shouldn't be so afraid to make plans for the future because right now it feels if I'm making plans for the future, I'm setting myself up for disappointment because how can I expect a future? I expected to have a mom forever. Didn't happen. I didn't expect to have my grandparents forever, but I expected them to see me graduate high school. Ironically, not being able to plan for the future makes me feel a lot more fearless in the present. Also, I saw something, maybe uh, probably on the internet this week. Uh, you know the quote that's like, live every day like it's your last. I saw a quote that said, live every day like it's your first. And that's such good advice. That's what I had to do today when I was driving here because I was cranky and it's really foggy. Traffic was heavy. I was listening to a boring podcast and I was really sleepy, you know, I was cranky and it was not waking me up. So then I turned on my playlist from 2017 to just have a little throwback in my life because on Spotify, you can go to your top songs of every year. I'm really surprised by my top songs of 2017. I would not have guessed that Frank Ocean's Biking was my number one song of the year. If it, if someone said Frank Ocean, I had to guess, I probably would have said Solo or Pink and White. If I really had to guess, I probably would have said something from Sizzle's Control, whatever. It made me realize that some of my favorite songs from 2017 have not held up lyrically. And I don't mean they're politically incorrect. I just mean it's kind of a stupid song. I can't believe that this was something I listened to considerably in this year. A lot of ASAP Rocky. Didn't know I listened to that much ASAP Rocky. I digress. Turned up the music, cranked a lot of like rap and R&B and hip hop, and then took the scenic route. Wait, I've, I did lose my train of thought. Where was I going? It had something to do with the mountains. 
has something to do with the pretty route. Editing Lexi, you were trying to make the point that you were cranky and tired and could have settled into that space. And instead, you remembered that quote, live every day like it's your first. So you took the scenic route and started looking around as if you'd never been here before. And it just adds this element of, of gratitude, I suppose, because you're looking with fresh eyes. And oftentimes when I'm going somewhere for the first time, I have a lot more appreciation for it than if it's, you know, the streets that I drive down every single day. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. Okay, now I'm going to go on Instagram and see what you guys are asking. I'll answer some of your questions. My Instagram handle is at Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. But first, a word from today's sponsors. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the at Lexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code Lexi at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Oh, okay. Starting off strong with how's the 75 soft challenge going so far? You've inspired me to start my own. So I made a whole episode discussing the 75 soft challenge, which is a lighter version of the very popular 75 hard challenge, which is a 75 day challenge. And I've come up with things that I personally want to improve upon. So Uh, every single day for the next 75 days, I'm trying to take all of the vitamins that I'm deficient in, have a 45-minute workout, no alcohol except for special occasions, read 20 pages, have greens and protein. Greens is harder than you'd think. So far, let me pull up my calendar where I'm marking it off. You guys watched my last YouTube video. It's making a dream board. You will see the nerdy side of me and like the various calendars and stuff that I keep track of. I'm doing the same thing for 75 Soft. When it comes to journals and 
mood boards and scrapbooking and calendars and all that sort of stuff, I get real nerdy with it. We're on day 22, and for workouts, I've only missed two days. For greens, I've missed five. For reading, I'm really messing up on that. The reason I'm not being too hard about the reading is because some days I don't read, and other days I will read 100 pages. So I'm not too concerned that I'm not reading 20 pages every day because I read two books this week. You know what I mean? It's not it's not something that I'm ignoring, though I'm not following to a T. My vitamins, since getting them, 100%. I'm doing fantastic with that. And then the workouts has been pretty easy. As I said, I've only missed two. And now that it's nice, it's very easy to walk. I'd also mentioned that a lot of times when my friends and I want to do something, I'll just suggest that we walk there. So it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. Ooh, favorite small mundane task. I love brushing my teeth. I love it. Can't get enough of it. I love driving. I do hit walls sometimes. I mean, <laughs> I'm in a, a mental wall where like sometimes I don't feel like driving. But, um... <laughs> I'm not physically hitting walls with my car. Oh, you know what's a mundane task that I like? I like breaking down boxes. Yeah, like if you order a package in the mail, using my scissors to slice it open and then unfold it, break it down, love that. This is a fantastic question and we should all ask ourselves this. What's the last thing that made you giddy? Yesterday, I was... (laughs) I was flying a kite. I was flying a kite at the park. It took a lot of tries. And one of my girlfriends and I were really trying. Couldn't get it. Two boys come along. They figure it out so quickly. That's a loss for us. (laughs) But I will say, seeing it fly in the air after not being able to get it was so cute. And it made me giggle and definitely made me giddy. Also, I was passing the football between friends. Shout out to picnics. It's my second picnic I've been to in the past month. And it's really nice and costs nothing to sit at the park all day. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, flying a kite made me giddy. Favorite food at the moment. You know what? I'm sick of all foods right now. I'm so over it. I love food. Nine times out of ten, I am thrilled about food. But every once in a while... I get into this little ebb. Everything sounds bad. It's just like when I start hating everything in my closet, which is happening simultaneously right now. Hate everything in my closet. Hate every food in my house. No restaurant sounds good. No outfit feels good. None of it. Nothing is hitting the spot. So favorite food right now? Nothing. Can't wait to find the next thing. But right now, nothing. What am I supposed to do after losing a parent? I don't know how to feel. First of all, I'm so, so sorry. It's not fair. No one's ever ready to lose anybody, but we're still so young, and it's it's horrible. It's a nightmare. Uh, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to grieve. You're supposed to get angry you're supposed to get sad you're supposed to feel hopeless you're supposed to relish in the memories you're supposed to honor them you're supposed to do what you have to do 
to appreciate them and love them and love yourself and love your existing loved ones that are living. You don't know how to feel? No one does. No one does. People don't even know how to feel when they're not dealing with tragedy. When the going gets rough, you think you're supposed to know how to feel? You have to deal with whatever surface is. The only thing you're not supposed to do is ignore it. How to cope with rejection. They say rejection is just divine protection. Also, rejection is a time saver. You could waste your time pondering over a dream job, a dream guy. Getting the rejection helps you move on to the next thing. How is LA? I love LA. I do. It may be making me a little stupid, but I love it. (laughs) Do you consider yourself Gen Z or Millennial because you're on the cusp? I consider myself more Gen Z. I definitely feel like both and I identify with both, but I don't consider myself a millennial. I don't identify with it as much as I do Gen Z. So if I had to pick one, I would pick Gen Z. Do I think I'd be a better older sister or younger sister? Older sister, obviously. Is there anything you feel mysteriously drawn to at the moment? It's a good question. Uh, shamefully, I'm feeling really drawn towards escapism. I've been watching a ton of tarot, a lot of astrological readings. Maybe it's unjust to consider that escapism because it is a form of understanding, but I know why I'm doing it. You know, when I'm feeling too lazy to journal, I'll find like a Pisces mid-April video and see if someone else can guess what's going on with me and guess what the future is looking like when I am more than capable of introspection. I'm just being lazy. Similarly, I'm feeling really drawn towards psychedelics. I feel like thinking, okay, great, let's take mushrooms. I'm more than capable of doing it without, but I do want to study more regarding psychedelics. It's always been an interest of mine, even as a young person. I'm not young, but I I have a whole episode. I tripped for the first time when I was 16 and I've always wanted to know more. So I'm not mysteriously drawn towards anything. I know why I'm being drawn towards these things, but I also would like to know the tarot deck. I wanna get to know it more. I know some of the cards, but I don't really know what wands versus pentacles versus swords mean. I only know a little bit about the cards, but I am being drawn towards it. Favorite sources of protein during 75 Soft. I'm such a bitch when it comes to protein. But I've just been adding protein powder to smoothies, to yogurt bowls. It's all been in powder form. Or just, you know, the natural protein that comes in produce, like vegetables and potatoes and things of that sort. But I'm I'm definitely using powders at the moment. I have a lot of shame right now, I'm realizing. I have shame about what I'm feeling drawn towards. I'm having shame about the protein that I'm eating. I have shame about living in Los Angeles. I have shame for having so much fun last week or just having so much fun in my life. I don't, I have shame about not being in therapy. I have shame about how much I paid for therapy. These are things I need to explore. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. First things to do when moving to your new city, go on runs, go on walks, explore the neighborhood on foot, see what's in walking distance of you. First thing to do. How do you organize your work life? 
I have systems for everything. So for the podcast, I know the first half of the episode is going to be what's going on with me and to find that out because everything is very of the moment. I will look through my journal entries from the past week, my camera roll to see where my head's been. And then every single Sunday, I ask for questions from you guys. And then I will look at those after. From my videos and my ad reads, I have different folders on my computer. I keep everything pretty organized. The only thing that could use a good bit of work is email. That's where I struggle the most. What does my ideal weekend look like? Friends, 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 hanging out with all my loved ones. As many of them for as long. I love seeing my friends on the weekend. I love seeing my friends anytime, but that's my ideal weekend. What are your favorite ways to get off your phone? Find something that's more entertaining. I think when I'm hanging out with people, my screen time is so much lower. If I'm with my friends, I'm not doom scrolling. Um, cooking, like chopping. Oh, that's a mundane task that I also love. Cutting fruit, chopping vegetables, love that. Really meditative. Of course, reading. But these are kind of on the nose. I'm trying to think of something else. Driving gets me off my phone if I'm the driver versus the passenger, obviously. Talking on the phone. Well, that's... <laughs> you're on your phone, but I don't consider that the same. Like screen time versus just chatting on the phone, different. I don't know, I don't have any revolutionary ideas for you. This is an interesting question considering I've been awake for three and a half hours. What has been the highlight of your day so far? I spent a little extra time making my bed this morning and it looks nicer than it normally does. When I quote unquote make my bed in the morning, I'm doing the bare minimum. You know, I'm pulling the comforter up and putting the pillows back where they need to go. But this time I was fluffing the pillows I was tightening the comforter. It looks really good. That's been the highlight of my day. I'm also excited that it's going to be really gorgeous out today. So I'm hoping that I can work outside. That would be ideal. I need to make computer screens look more like Kindles because I would love to just sit outside and do my computer work. You know how Kindles have that paper screen to it where you can see it in the sun? It's hard to work on your computer in the sun, but I wish it was more like that. My friend has a membership to a place with a pool, so I want to go there and work, work in front of a pool on my computer. How fire is that? That's so sick. That'll be the highlight of my day. Do you collect anything? Clothes? I really love my wardrobe. <laughs> Ironically, I was like, I hate everything in there. That's just a mood. I know I actually love my wardrobe. The thing is, because of the internet and the trend cycle, I'm sick of everything. feels like every outfit that I wear is somehow subscribing to a micro trend or a subculture trend. And I'm not trying to be a part of anything. I'm just trying to wear my clothes. I don't even know what quote unquote normal people are wearing because I think we just all are so connected right now that I'm sick of everything. The clean girl aesthetic is boring me. The over maximalist aesthetic is boring me. Cottagecore, over it. What's that one that's very like modern spacey? Over it. I have too much exposure. It's been overexposed. But I do know that individual pieces in my wardrobe, I cherish them and that would be probably the closest thing to a collection.
Similarly, jewelry and accessories. So all closet things. Also, I have organized my closet and it is so sexy. I love the act of getting dressed now that I have an organized closet. I know I'm contradicting myself because yes, I'm sick of my clothes, but I love the act of getting dressed right now. And I'll like my clothes soon enough. I'm just gonna take a break from consumption in terms of watching content as well as physically buying things intermittently. Aw, how did my prom go? How to make prom memorable? So I went to prom twice and both were really lovely experiences. The first one was very traditional. We went to this gorgeous farmhouse and took photos. It was a small group of us. There was four of us, four couples. And then we went to a nice restaurant in town. And then actually the guy that I went with drove a sports car. So then we took his sports car to the prom and that was kind of fun. He was like showing off and I was like, this is really scary. (laughs) Anyway, then had a lot of fun there. Obviously love dancing, so loved prom. Senior prom, much more involved. We went to Washington, D.C. There was also a big group of us, and we took a limo or a party bus of some sort. There was maybe 10 to 20 couples. There was a lot of us. The person who had made the reservation for us at this fancy dinner in D.C., there was four, the table was four people short or something like that. I went with my boyfriend, and he doesn't like sit down fancy dinners and I didn't care so I was first to volunteer to be like we'll go somewhere else and then two of our other couple friends were like yeah we'll come with you and we decided to go to Fuddruckers which is a burger place and it was really fun to be all dressed up eating burgers and then going back into the party bus also my boyfriend got cases of rosé so we were just pounding rosé dancing to Drunken Love by Beyonce. It was really fun. Really fun. Oh, someone said they just moved to Crown Heights. That's the neighborhood that I lived in in Brooklyn. They asked for favorite local spots. Classically, Chavela's. It's a crowd pleaser Mexican restaurant on Franklin Ave. The grocery store, also on Franklin Ave. What was that called? It's called like Food Garden Market. Best produce. Their produce is insane. Obviously, Run down Eastern Parkway, past the Brooklyn Museum, go to Grand Army Plaza, run through Prospect Park. I love Prospect Park. I love the Brooklyn Museum. The library there, Grand Army Plaza is gorgeous. I love it. Oof, I love it. City bike as much as you can. Oh, you're kind of close to Bed-Stuy. So Peach's Hot House, great. There's several locations. Saragina, one of the best. I love Saragina. If you're looking to shop on Tompkins Ave, this is in Bed-Stuy as well. Sincerely Tommy. Barbacino. When my friends and I were trying to have a picnic at Prospect Park, we would call ahead, order pizzas from Barbacino, pick them up, and then walk to the park. For coffee, Little Zelda or what's that? I think it's called Day's Cafe. It's a little farther down. St. Anne's. I would go on dates there. Screamer's Pizza is a vegan pizza place. There's a ton of good Caribbean food on Nostrin. For brunch, Kalina Cuervo. Cafe Rudy has a really great menu. Their service, I remember, being quite slow, but the food was good. 
Wow, I haven't given Brooklyn recommendations in a minute. Feels like a whole different lifetime, even though it, it's been maybe eight months or so. Huh. All right, well, thank you for listening to this reflective episode. I don't really know what it was. I hope that it's okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, was it sad? Can't expect everything to be a banger, but I try. Uh, if you like this episode, though, let me know. Happy to chat in DMs. Instagram handles at Lexi. I'm kind of missing YouTube. Just, just saying. As soon as I said, I don't like it, now I'm missing it. So who knows? Maybe you'll see me there. But if not, you can catch me next week on the pod. Thanks for listening. XOXO, Lexi. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.